Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. podcast from the International Motorsports Association and Radio Show Limited. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. The Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama on IMSA Radio. Quickfire qualifying session for Porsches here. Uh, Jeremy, 15 minutes for the GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama. The platinum and gold category cars, both Gen 1, uh, uh, Gen 1 and Gen 2 of the current Cup car, which in fact uh, debuted here in the United States. Championship as it stands, uh, well, Platinum uh, is all done and dusted, isn't it? Or bar the shouting, yes. Uh, Roman Dianne just really just has to start uh, just one of the races and it's all over. So he doesn't really have to worry about anything. That, that shouldn't be a problem. He's got a, uh, a, a lead of, what, 58 points coming to this weekend of a Maxwell Root. But it's been Maxwell Root, the youngster from California, who's been the standout the last uh, four races, last two weekends at uh, VIR. Uh, and then to WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca, he's won three of those four races and was second in the other one. And he's also uh, had his uh, first ever uh, pole positions as well, Maxwell. He, he swept the poles last time out at Laguna. So uh, he's very much on a roll at the moment. That's right, Maxwell routing car number seven. So no time to play yourself in here. New set of Yokohamas on the car. And out you go. Every single car is out of the pit lane. On our side of the track here, 98.1 FM around the circuit, around the world on IMSA Radio. I would think that we might see one or two teams pairing or tripling up here, Jeremy, as well, to try and get a little bit of a tour down that long backstreet. These Porsches make a, a, a reasonable haul in the air, don't they? They do, uh, and uh, yeah, that's uh, certainly uh, conceivable. Not quite sure. Many of the teams really have got t two drivers who are close enough on pace to be able to do that. Well, but, that's a good point, yes. Uh, but it's certainly a good idea. Um, and uh, this is going to be you know, an exciting qualifying session. The, what uh, we're looking for for times? Uh, lap time, the, the lap record uh, is, is not going to be here for very much longer, but it was tw <laughs> 1 minute 23.4 by Zachary Robichon last season for more speed. But uh, that team, that time has been well and truly eclipsed already this weekend by well, well over a second. Now, unlike some of the other uh, championships that we have here at the Mortal Patila Mon weekend, there's not been that many changes in terms of the equipment or indeed the tyres here. Uh, Yokohama continue with their support of the IMSA Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA. What we have seen is an influx of very, very quick drivers over the last couple of three seasons and the the young drivers in particular just seem to be getting quicker, Jeremy. Yeah, plus there are some changes to, to the track here this week uh, compared to one year ago. It's repaving at uh, turn seven, at turn ten and, and down through the S's as well, which certainly gripped up quite significantly. So I think that's probably the, the major reason for the improvements on lap time for this season. But it's going to be a, uh, an interesting session. Maxwell Root, it was uh, the guy who's on a bit of a roll right now, as we just said a few moments ago. He's the guy who was fastest this morning in the second practice session. He was one yesterday afternoon and one this morning. Maxwell Root turned a 122.1 this morning. Riley Dickinson, another youngster, uh, turned a 122.2. And Roman DeAndres a 122.4. So they were the three pace setters in the earlier practice. 
So already down to 10 minutes, 128, 1229, 1231. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, make that a 22 2 now as through goes Riley Dickinson. He's really exploded onto the scene, hasn't he, Jeremy? Impressive driving from this young man who doesn't really necessarily have his roots in in sports car and uh, tin top racing. Well, no, this is his first season of car racing uh, in, in, uh, in anything. Uh, so he just did his first test uh, toward the end of last year. And yes, he's been very, very impressive this season. Started out particularly strongly uh, in the opening races of the championship at Barber Motorsports Park, where a couple of second place finishes. Hasn't yet been able to match that, but he, he did have a third in one of the two races at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca last time out. So, uh, And he was fast yesterday in practice as well. That number 53 more speed car, that is the car. I think it's the same car with which mm. uh, Zachary Robichon set the lap record here one year ago. So he's making full use of it, isn't he? Best of the Masters category down in fifth position for Fred Pordard on a 23-0. Just ahead of Alan Metney. What a season Alan's had. 123-8. Gold Cup. That's for the first generation of, of this shape of car. Tenth position for the number 17, Kurt Swellingen. And the provisional pull there ahead of Sebastian Carrazzo. Yeah. Who, now, that, that's, a, that's a good time from Kurt there. 124-9. 124-9. 3-3 three, three against 124.96. I seldom go down to three decimal places. 24.961. So very, very tight indeed. That's Sebastian Carrazzo in the 27 car in second at the moment. That's a great lap by Kurt. I mean, it it, his best lap uh, it, this morning was a 125.0. So uh, he's found... Oh, OK. O only a tenth of a second. But uh, it's still a great lap by Kurt. And, and he is leading the way in Gold Cup at the moment. We're already, even on the first flying lap, we saw people underneath the lap record here. We think the top seven now are underneath the old standard. Riley Dickinson, number 53 for Moore Speed. Then leading out from JDX Racing, another one of the power teams here. Jeff Kingsley, yeah. the man from Ontario in second place. That's a good time from him. Just uh, half a second or so at the moment away from provisional pole position, but sits on the outside pole at the moment. And less than a tenth, just on a tenth further back. Roman DeAngelis, the man of the year so far in that number 79, Kelly Moss Road and race entered car from the right motorsports, number seven of Maxwell Road. So the big four teams there, Jeremy, in the first four places. They are, and, and separated by only six tenths of a second, but... Uh, the surprise, well, a couple of surprises, but you know, Roman DeAndres, we, we always, he always qualifies right up at the front. And Maxwell Root, who was uh, very quick this morning at a 22.1, he hasn't got within three quarters of a second of that in this session so far, but still half, half of the session remaining, seven and a half minutes to go. Three, nine, 379 and 99, so that's Jeff Kingsley, Roman DeAngelis is the 79. Uh, and the 99 is uh, Alan Metney, isn't it? Yes, it is. A driving standards warning on the screen. That's a black and white flag. Uh, now, that's all I can tell you at the moment. But uh, that is a very unusual thing to see here. I, I wonder if there was a bit of blocking maybe going on in the early part of that session. Well, more than halfway, just on halfway through that 15 minutes we started with, seven minutes remaining at the moment. We'll see if we can get some more information on that. But the reason I'm seeing it in the voice I'm seeing it is that's very unusual yeah. to see there, Jeremy. 
any time, but particularly in a qualifying <laughs> yes. session. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, you, you might they might sort of step out of line during the race, perhaps, but very unusual in qualifying. Uh, Riley Dickinson, by the way, in the number 53 car, the, uh, the, the, the youngster from New Braunfels in Texas, just 17 years of age. He's brought that car into the pits with six minutes remaining. I doubt he will go out again. So he reckons he's done enough so far. 122.2 and his margin over Jeff Kingsley, who's also now onto pit lane for JDX Racing, uh, was good enough for second. He's just been nipped, though, by Roman DeAngelis. Up into second place now, he can't number 79 at a 122.6. So second, third, and fourth. Roman DeAngelis, Jeff Kingsley, and Maxwell Root covered How by just over a tenth of a second. Yeah, that's super tight. That Riley Dickinson lap is an absolute yeah, perler, isn't corker, it? isn't it? Really, really good. He was he came in here really confident. He had a really good run at uh, at uh, WorldTech Raceway Laguna Seca last time out. Uh, he was confident through the practice testing, I should say, yesterday, and has carried that forward into do this qualifying session. Next year, yet? Jeremy? Yeah, almost certainly. I think to be doing the, the plan is to do the same again. Good for him. Uh, yeah, absolutely. This uh, his best qualifying effort. Previously, he's been second on the grid five times uh, this year. Uh, so looking for his first pole, and he's certainly doing what it takes yeah, right well. now. You know, taking momentum into the off-season as well, short off-season yeah. though it is, is never a bad thing. It's yeah. good for potential sponsors. It's good for teams. It's good for driver confidence. And Riley's just been growing in stature this year. Yeah, yeah, through the middle of the season, I mean, he came out really, really, really strong with, yeah. with those two second-place finishes, first time out at Barber Motorsports. So that was seriously impressive. But, yeah, he was well-prepared coming into this first race. He, he, did his first, he had fabulous testing over the season. They'd, they'd uh, I think, might have done even a club race at Barber as well to get ready for that. So he was absolutely ready. Through the middle of the season, a little bit of a lull, but he's, uh, but he's now rebuilt, you know, gaining more confidence again and coming back strongly as you say at the end of the season and that is the time to come on strong particularly when you're that young and, and that relatively inexperienced in cars sebastian carrazzo finds some time jumps up to ninth overall with a 24-2 and leaps ahead a little bit by about three tenths from kurt physicus now who's in second place in gold and third rob ferriol uh, in, well, they've almost got an identical time for Zekas and Furial with Kurt, Kurt Swearingen uh, just doing his best lap and going back up into fourth position. Swearingen now finding another couple of tenths down to a 24-7. His best at 25 earlier on uh, in the weekend. So he's found three tenths, not an insubstantial uh, in, improvement there when you think there's barely four tenths between first and second. Yeah, so. yeah, that's that is a good improvement, isn't it? And Sebastian Carrazza, that is the fastest lap of the of the week so far in Gold in Cup. Gold, yeah. in, in both of the practice sessions yesterday afternoon and this morning, Sebastian Carrazzo in that number twenty seven car for NGT Motorsports, he only ran half of the session and then parked it. I think he was he was we, we have. We, we believe he was happy with I'm the happy. car. No point in running uh, if I don't need to. And he's come back here in qualifying and laid down a really, really good lap. 124.2. The older qualifying lap record here in the uh, Gold Cup was a 125.8. So 1.6 seconds faster than well, the benchmark set last year. And isn't that good driver management yeah. by NGT? Yeah, we yeah. mentioned the, the big four. Well, actually, it, it, NGT are in there as well. It's a big five. Team. That's great driver yeah. management. Right, Sebastian, you've done enough. And you might well think, no, I'll, I'll keep on pounding around. But you're using tyres, you're using up the car, and the potential for trying too hard and throwing the car at the wall here yeah. 
is great, isn't it, Jeremy? Yeah, it is. It's easy to make a mistake around the uh, two and a half miles of uh, Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta, that's for sure. And you don't want to be doing that, particularly with the first of the two races taking place uh, later on this afternoon. Yeah, that'll be our first race of the weekend. Live on IMSA Radio and IMSA TV. You always know the weekend's kicked off when you've got yeah. the flat sixes tearing around. Never disappoints either. Always a battle to watch. It is. And hats off to Fred Poordad, fastest of the Masters yes. contenders this uh, just about afternoon in qualifying. Car number 20. This afternoon. Uh, yeah. 123.022 for Fred. And he's uh, is currently, well, about a tenth of a second ahead of Alan Metney, who is the points leader over poor dad coming into this final weekend of the season but by only 15 points so that's that's very mm. much a, a margin that is surmountable over two over two races yeah. yeah you only need one you know if the first race is a bit of a nightmare could be all on in the second race yeah. we've seen that happen before here at Muttel Petit Le Mans as well inside the last 90 seconds top two are in the pit lane There'll be no improvement for Riley Dickinson. Probably he thinks he doesn't need to with the 122.9, effectively in the clubhouse early with that good score. Roman De Angelis has the experience now to realise he's not going to get closer to that than the 122.6 he's posted. Jeff Kingsley settled for his 122.7 in the number three car in third position. And Maxwell Root, see above comment, 122.7 as well. That would be the top four, the top two rows as it stands, with Fred Pordad, the best of the Masters, would be on the inside of row three at the moment, joined there by Alan Metney, again separated by just around a tenth of a second, those two, in fifth and sixth position. Yeah, and Alan Metney, he's the, the, the best placed of the uh, drivers has not yet come onto pit lane in sixth position, so maybe he thinks there's a little bit more left in that number 99 iFly car. In gold, Sebastian Carrazzo also on pit lane. Kurt Vizikas and Rob Ferriol, who was quickest in uh, practice, uh, uh, remain out there. Kurt Swearingen has just brought the number 17 car, fourth place in that class, into the pits as well, so his session will be uh, completed with the seconds ticking away now. Inside 10 seconds now as they come across well, the line. There goes Metney across the line. I tell you what, he's he trying. Was, he just went purple in the final sector. He's winding up the one, Jeremy. I was yeah, going to well, say, he took a huge risk through the final corner. It, yeah, it was a good lap at a 23.196. That was within fractions of his fastest lap at 23.140. And he was right on the ragged edge coming through uh, turn 12. He'll get this lap, though, Jeremy, if there's anything left yep. in the Yokohama tyres. Now's the time to use it. I don't think he had anyone who's going to slow him down. So he, no. he should have a decent run at this. We'll keep an eye on his sector times as he comes through. Yeah, first one wasn't great. No, not Two great. Turn one. Maybe scared himself coming out of the final <laughs> corner. Well, yeah. Such a he quick corner picked, here. He picked a bit of dirt on those tyres because he was certainly on the, was uh, on, on the, on the loose uh, coming off that corner there. So, yeah, that would, wouldn't have helped him turning into turn one. He needs to be a, a sort of low 44, I think to have a chance of improving uh, next on his next lap. It's a relatively long middle sector here. And then 28 seconds or thereabouts between 28 and 29 on the final sector. Now he's lifted off. Metney's lifted off. Yeah. So yeah, he's already completed 10 laps. He's been out there the entire session. Can't fault him for effort, though, can you? Yeah, yeah for exactly effort. Right. He'll be a bit frustrated with, with that, though, because he knows he's got a fast car. He was quick yesterday, and I think he wasn't quite able to nail a complete lap together. I was going to say, I suspect if we look at his, uh, mm. his split times, yes. we'll find that there was a time there would, that would have put him ahead of Fred Portard. Yeah. 
It's going to be a fun battle between oh, those two then starting on the third row of the grid. But what a great lap by the youngster Riley Dickinson. Let's uh, say a 1 minute 22.249 and uh, in his uh, what 15th race uh, is his first pole position. It's going to be Paul in Masters on P5 for Fred Pordard, as we said, alongside Alan Metney in P6. So 53, Riley Dickinson from Roman D'Angelis on the front row of the 79 car in P2. Row 2, 3 and 7, Jeff Kingsley and Maxwell Root. Then the two Masters, 20, Fred Pordard, 99, uh, Alan Metney. Sean McAllister in the seventh position on the inside of row 4 alongside uh, Victor Gomez, the fourth in the 25, the multicoloured car. Then our gold pole sitter, Sebastian Carrazzo's cracked to the top 10 in the Gen 1 car. And he'll have Bill Smith alongside him in the bright orange, number 42, for company. The rest of the gold uh, qualifiers, Kurt Fasikas and Rob Ferriol, uh, not a click of the fingers, a bat of an eyelid apart those two, the 52 and 5, starting 12th and 13th, with Kurt swearing a fantastic qualifying for Kurt, just getting quicker right the way through, every session he's out on track, he'll start in 4th position in the gold for the first of two races this weekend that will round off the season for the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama live in sound and vision uh, with our trackside commentary from Jeremy and myself on IMSA Radio and IMSA TV. This programme is a production of IMSA and Radio Show Limited. For more, visit radiolamont.com.